Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm Santoine. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. How that lifestyle been treating you? Oh, uh, man, that lifestyle has actually been treating me really well, man. I got my first W as a, a professional youth uh, basketball coach. I took yeah. that W home. So yeah. I'm just uh, made my coach a debut. Yeah. Got my W. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Living in my reality. Yeah. I was, uh, at one point, we were saying how that's something we want to do. So it's, we at that. Yeah. We in that it's moment. It's documented that we said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he got his first W against me. I'm not ashamed to say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny though. It was, like, yeah, you know but I said. knew that though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew that. And then like, no, we didn't know who was gonna win. But no, we ain't know who was gonna win. But I, I knew it. The was first gonna be game, funny. it go like that. You know what I'm saying? But it, it just was. It was a good thing to see the kids understand it. Yeah, how it's gonna go. So now practice. It'd you be can easier, easier to teach. Yeah. They know. Uh, but you got the first W, but that's not gonna be. Yeah, well, we got four more games. I believe so, man. You could, the whole, the whole. We only play each other. Yeah, <laughs> like the video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You beat me the first time on a video game too, and then I went on a tear, and you never want again. Well, we about to see. And I, uh, I'm thinking about putting a tournament together though at the crib. Me, you. I just talked to Leon only on PS4 though. Uh, yeah, we see Onis. But do we play the hoop game? He will, yeah, he will. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see if Dame want to come get beat because Dame, I blew your ass out by uh, 75 points. Uh, Jay got, I ain't played Jay all got year. a picture, me neither. Jay has a picture of the halftime score. If you think I'm lying, you know what I'm saying. So, shout out to Dame. Go you got a word of the episode? Yeah, I do. Uh, my word is going to be uh, uh, bulwark, and that's a noun any person or thing giving strong support or encouragement in time of need, danger, or doubt. I can relate to that. I, I have a bulwark. I've been a bulwark. You know what I'm saying? So y'all can add that to y'all vocabulary. What about you? Uh, mine is an adjective, and a word is lembrunt, and it's a uh, running or moving lightly over a surface. You know what I'm saying? So we just picked these words so people can know there's more words in the uh, dictionary than uh, maybe, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, so you know yeah, give people some stuff to go on. So what's going on today? Hey, man, we got a guest, man. Now, uh, like I was telling my wife, I said, no matter what, if people reach out to us, to be on the show and 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 it, and it is deemed professional to me cuz I run the social media pages no matter what you do we go have you on because to uh, to me that's an honor you know what i'm saying whether you heard the show or not like something you seen on the page or or maybe somebody told you like we get a lot of referrals hey y'all know them guys go sit down right, right, rock sykes uh big guy who Oh, Dang, you got to go sit, yeah. Dean, uh, Skrill. Like, we get a lot of people say, y'all need to go sit with them. Uh, Deshaun, my man, Sean Cooper, uh, HP. Uh, but uh, somebody reached out and was like, oh, we got an artist. Like, you know, they ain't blow the artist up, but the conversation was really professional. Uh, and I was like, yeah. Uh, and she, uh, the lady, uh, the lady, uh, is this your manager? Yes. Okay. Yeah. She was like, he got to take off. A couple weeks in advance So when I talked to my brother I was like Well the 26 worked for This before you even said the 26 mm -hmm. I said the 26 worked for me What about you? And then my brother was like Yeah And then your manager was like uh, What is the 26 cool? So like stuff like that To me Because to, to me it's all about Divine timing You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, uh, We got a guest Only one Jackson 
let me tell you something, sir. You are not only one Jackson in this room. It's Jackson. three Jacksons because <laughs> oh, that's really? our last yeah, name. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. That AJ and SJ stands for Jackson. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That is Jackson. Yeah, right. The J and that is Jackson. So this episode will be called Only Three Jacksons. But it's all about you, sir. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, hold on, hold on. Before we get started, he okay. got on a Magic Johnson joint. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. So you good with me? <laughs> I got that same jersey at the crib. I only wore it once, though. And, and I still and got his, it. In his, the his team is called Team Showtime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My youth team is Team Showtime, so yeah. But I got that jersey. I wore it once. kept kept it in the plastic. I'm gonna get it in one of them, uh, like a uh, plaque type yeah, like, frame. Yeah, like a yeah, frame type. Tight number to go. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Kobe one too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna get them together. But, yeah, my yeah. daughter number eight, Kobe. Yeah, yeah my daughter number two. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie. No, no, I was number two for a minute. Oh, I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, I was number two. Yeah. Uh, and was it sixth grade or fifth grade? One of them grades. No, I was number fifth two. grade. 44 and 45, I think. No, 44 and 43. That was sixth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. so I was number two the first year I played. Yeah, but go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Hey, what's up, y'all? My name Only One Jackson. Y'all can follow me on all platforms at Only One Jackson. If you open your mouth, son, they probably can hear you clear. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> my name Only One. I got a bad problem at that. You know what I'm saying? Opening my mouth. But, um, yeah, my name Only One Jackson. Y'all can follow me on all platforms. At only one Jason on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and all. Not that's a that's a different name. Is that your real last name? Uh, well, my last name is actually Jackson. Okay. But um, the the reason behind the name is because um, I was the only one in my family, and just in general, to do a lot of things. You know, I like that, and uh, have like different that. accomplishments. You know, and so what's some of them accomplishments? Um, so I was the first male on my grandmother's side to graduate high school and go to That's college. Real, yeah, what you go to college for? What you go to college for? Um, business. Oh yeah, I got yeah. a degree in business. You know what I mean? But I also am one of the type of people who think college can't teach entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Right? You can teach yeah. the basis of business because you get into like business taxes right. and stuff like that. But I don't think college can teach entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because that's something that's go already be in you or be activated in you and sitting in the classroom where you pay to go yeah. that that might not that, that's actually as everything against it. right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying because if you was an entrepreneur you would be like i can just take this 10 15 000 that this class worth right try it on something if it failed you learn some lessons right and so i think college can teach business but not entrepreneurship you know so uh so let's talk about well, hold, on, hold on what's some other accomplishments that you had that you was the first right. oh um i also one well, let's see I got a couple. I also was the first uh, male in my family to. Let's see. Hey man, don't don't tell us you got all girl cousins. No, no, look, look, you're the only male cousin. No, like we got our daughters, uh, and then I got two, three nephews, but with the last name Jackson. It's uh-huh. just our daughters, and then I got a little cousin uh, named Lavelle Jackson, That's and that's his father's namesake, and my cousin Lavelle. Uh, that's when we were in the uh, music at the one point. That's who introduced it to us, and now and that's our older cousin, and now, like, uh, he got a son. He passed away, but his son is, like, the last Jackson. Male Jackson Right So it's it's a lot of them Same things Gonna be with him Because for that generation It's yeah. my two daughters His daughter And then Lavelle So mm-hmm. like We know what you said Like it's all on you Nephew yeah, What yeah, you gonna yeah, do You yeah, feel what I'm yeah, saying Yeah no No I feel that And um Just you know Not being Caught in 
you know, the cri- criminal yeah. aspect the of it. Street. So, like, how did yeah. that make your grandma and that side of the family feel like you the first male? Because uh, a lot of times, like, when you hear, like, somebody, like, right now, like, being the first person in their co- uh, mm-hmm. family to go to college, and it's like, that is an accomplishment, but it's also, like, a lot of pressure mm-hmm. because the okay. when you the first person to do something in your family – they counting on you to set the example for the other little kids. And sometimes that pressure can get to you. Have you ever been like faced with something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really think about that all the time, like during high school and just leading up, that was always on my head. Like, yeah. you know, like it was, that was one of my biggest goals too. You know, I was like, I want to be able to break that, you know, and yeah. break that curse and um yeah it was you know i felt like it was pressure on me you know yeah. and i felt like it was like every day constant something like you know yeah trying to knock you off yeah. now you did you graduate from Oak park uh no okay. i um i graduated from wall lake western actually okay, yeah they used yeah. to have a cold football program yeah. back yeah i played football there too so. okay okay yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah i know a little something about high school sports i wouldn't say i'm a high school sports fanatic but sometimes when people are doing good i feel like if i hear about your school your name or something i gotta tune in man because oh, yeah. yeah i went seeing, to a high school basketball game yesterday man yeah. and there was a guy named trey mckinney uh go to orchard lane st mary yo he yeah. called when i was watching him play though i say hey i got i, I asked somebody like yo what's his name yeah you know see and that's the same like uh with girls basketball like uh I'm big on community, you know, it's no secret. I live in Romulus. I'm from Inkster. I live in Romulus. But mm-hmm. right now, the Romulus girls basketball team, they doing phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I feel obligated being a member of this community to go watch them. Right. And I take my daughter, the one who played basketball, because you need to see this. She She's seven years old. But if she see this, like, no. Right, she like, might be a, this yeah. might be the beginning of. Right. And what I tell the little kids, because we coach little kids, but we don't play on the high school court. I right. say, no, you got to go to the high school to play on the court with the logo, right. with the big eagle. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So if you want to do that, if you like that logo, you got to go to the high school, whatever high school, and represent that to play on there. We ain't going to let you play on here when you're little. You, you right. ain't earning it yet. Right, right. <laughs> you feel no, what I'm saying? I, I feel that. So talk about growing up, though, and how that pressure uh, made a diamond versus busting pipes. You know what I'm saying? Um, My mama. I knew this was your mom. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to ask you that on air, yeah. but, like, she, the way she handled your business, is, is it's a lot of right. love here. So I yeah. knew it was, like, either a mom, a mother figure, some type of family member. And I'm not even just saying this because you're right here, but you kind of look like our mom. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you I, I, we gonna show you a picture when we done. You kind of look like my mom, you know. But my mom married a, a Jackson. That's how she a Jackson. She a Legion, and my dad is a Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But when I looked at you out there with that mask on, I'm like, damn, I look like my mom. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, so, so what was it like growing up in Oak Park? Like, uh, just what type um, of kid were you? What did you do as a kid? As a as a kid, it was um, it was it was it was difficult. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was real difficult. Hey man, you the first person to answer that question honestly. Yeah. Everybody else try to make it like childhood is a breeze. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. But some people be faced with uh, a adult situations yeah, or stuff. adversity, yeah. and like uh, it is what it is. But like you really answered that truthfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what were some of the difficulties that you faced? Um, just being the I, I think the circle like that that I was surrounded by, you know, Mm -hmm. and just seeing that circle and seeing that that's not what I wanted, you know. So you recognize that early. Yeah. I recognize that at a young age, you (laughs) know, and 
you know, even with me having a whole certain things in from my mom, you know, obviously when I got older, I was able right. to explain. But, you know, if she found out I was at Dewey playing basketball, she'll lose it. You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, it's, it was just a lot of um, different situations I seen. And I think it helped me grow as a person and helped me realize, like, about the lifestyle of the streets in yeah. general, you the know, death just, style of the streets. The streets not a lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah, death style. Yeah, death style. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it, it's just like I was like, you know, I never want to be in this situation in my life. You yeah. know, just right. seeing it, and that's good to recognize because especially coming, early, early, yeah. yeah, because coming from where a lot of us may come from, it's it's an illusion that this is what's right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so like we from the projects. We started out in the projects, right? But it's is is it's not the project. It's the people in the projects yeah, You know what I'm saying exactly. And I think people don't understand Like we from Angster And Angster is known for violence Hustling and stuff mm -hmm. like that But it's a it's a great working community That yeah. makes Angster thrive The underworld mm -hmm. Is going to be the underworld Wherever That's why When when we, we used to travel And we used to go to all these Different hoods and stuff Because we rap So if you hear Master P Rapping about the Calio Naturally when you go to New Orleans You're going to want to go to the Calio And then you get there And it's like why would I be hanging out in somebody else's project when I don't mm -hmm. even go to the project that I'm from back at home? Not that I can't go back. It's right. just this is just not the environment, but the culture of because people mix black culture up with criminal culture. Mm -hmm. So when so so. I like to say that black people look at black people the same way white people look at black people. They just don't like to admit it because mm -hmm. it's a criminal culture that they all glamorize and think that that's subjective to black people. So it's taught in our neighborhoods like you want to be like, I don't got a story of looking up to the dope boy because he had women and cars and all that. Like that'd be everybody's story. My dad had that. And he, he you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't grow, like we had statues in our house. We had we ate petty fours. We you know what I'm saying? My granddaddy taught us how to work with our hands and make money so no way shape or form did we have it hard coming up mm -hmm. it got harder as we wanted different things but we was already equipped to do it but by the time we was hustling and turned 16 and could get jobs we, we wouldn't get jobs you know what i'm saying it wasn't like i gotta do this for the hood and i think that mentality be pushed on everybody in the com community mm -hmm. and it's like you recognizing that you didn't want that what did you see for yourself that you wanted like how did you know that this is what i don't want you know what I'm saying? As opposed to knowing what you did want. So definitely this is where music come into play. Yeah. Music was my my go to for like expressing everything that I felt. And I think that that's what really at a young age as well. Like that's what I've always wanted to do. Like it's always been in me yeah. to be like, you know what? I want to do music and I, I, I want to put things that I see inside of my music yeah. so I can spread awareness to children or spread spread awareness to other yeah. adults, you know, that have the mindset that I've seen. You can, know? can you play any instruments? Um, I, I used to play the flute. Oh. So um, I... I, I I stopped playing like two years ago, but oh, straight up, yeah, that's but, very recent. Yeah, <laughs> like, I thought it was gonna be like in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, no, like <laughs> two, what, what made you stop playing? Um, because I I got into just high school and then 
I just like kind of. How old kinda are you? Faded. I'm 19. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, my oldest son 19. Oh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, could have yeah, I always joke and say I wish I had kids early because, like, if my son was in the league right now, they can pay into me and I don't look old, so I yeah. can get like the groupies if I wasn't married. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like John Moran and his dad. Right. You feel John, what I'm saying? Yeah. But, no, my oldest is an 11 year old girl. <laughs> yeah, no, you know yeah. So, um, you knew that you wanted to do music. What were some of your musical influences? Because and not so, just rap, not just rap, not no, just rap. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. in general, like I know you heard a lot of different music. So what? What's some stuff that you heard? Like, yo, this is <sighs> Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> My, Michael Jackson is a great. I, well, I, I'm going to say this, right? And this is 100% totally factual. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson is the most famous human being that we've ever known to walk the earth. Yeah. More famous than Jesus because Jesus wasn't famous when he was alive. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson was famous like the whole, time. The whole ride <laughs> yeah. from like 10 years old until he passed away. Yeah. Like grown men passing out. My partner, Brandon Northfleet, uh, is a Michael Jackson fanatic, mm. right? And uh, his son, Anthony, just turned 16. But when Anthony was a little boy, I, I asked him, like, if you were babysitting and had to take Anthony but could go see Michael Jackson, like, would you take him and would you carry him? He said he would not carry him and Anthony would have to keep up because he would try <laughs> to get as close as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when Michael Jackson passed, that's like I called him because I knew he would be affected. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he, in reality, because we used to work and play the music, he he made me more of a Michael Jackson fan than just the known hits mm -hmm. because he would play it so much. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Off the Wall is a better album than Thriller. Mm -hmm. But go back and listen. You gotta make that assumption for yourself. I never heard neither one of them in the, the full entirety. Thing? Off the wall is sequence. Hey, hey, I, but I wasn't wall. a Michael Jackson fan. So. Right, he a Prince fan, but you can Super be both. Oh man, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Because Michael yeah. Jackson, knowingly, we don't know if he could play instruments. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. say he can't, because you never know what somebody could do. Could do. Could do. But yeah. Prince is one of the better musicians because he can play but, yeah, every yeah. instrument, I, I, yeah, sixteen yeah. instruments, and pick them up and put them down. In a live show Michael Jackson can't do that But Prince can't dance yeah. Knowingly to the public mm. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying so, what, what, so you heard Michael Jackson And you just knew That this is something You want to do so, yeah. Like, yeah So when you started Listening to Michael Jackson Did you Did you Was his kid journey Explained to you Like he was a child star And cause Michael Jackson Was so big Because his fan base Grew up with him mm -hmm. So when you was and 10 And didn't abandon him And didn't abandon him right. You know what I'm saying Because he, So when he was 10 The 10 year olds Turned 20 with him And they was all going through it together we don't got child stars like that no more you know what i'm especially saying especially in rap especially definitely yeah. in rap like you know what i'm saying like you, rap well yeah rap is a funny thing where if you a child star they don't want you to get grown but then they clown you when you grown you're not <laughs> still try to do the music you still try yeah. to do the music like you, but you're listening to somebody your age now like you, you don't even know this guy like yeah, you know what i'm saying up, right because I, I, I think like i think that's the case with bow wow mm -hmm. like if you 14 when Bow Wow 14, what make you think you're not going to be 28 when Bow Wow 28? Or right. go through the same stuff that right. he's going you know through. Like he's not just the 14 year old. Yeah, that he, he was grow up. Just... I think with Bow Wow, though, what happened is he's he still the same stature. Like he, by the time he was 16, he's. He, he didn't height, grow tall. Yeah, he, he didn't grow tall. Now, if Bow Wow was Bow Wow when we seen him and then he grew up and was 16, mm -hmm. we'd be like, oh, well, not me, because I, I, I feel what you. Well, I feel him. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You were a dog now. Like you got a dog problem. But more people would have clicked, like, oh, he a dog. Like, right, right, right. So Michael Jackson, now you want to do music, and then was it always rap or was it R and B or uh, first? Like, what? um, 
it was it was like it was like a mixture of both like i always wanted to do r&b but at the time i didn't know how to play with my voice like for real and so when i started playing with my voice a little bit more then r&b started to become more my favorite but rap was like one of the main one of my main things i wanted to do because kendrick uh kendrick as well in the rap aspect was he my favorite artist you yeah. know he him j cole you know uh, do you got little siblings you the oldest or i'm i'm the only child and i'm the only child so <laughs> only one jackson yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's dope so well, it's three here like we said previously yeah. yeah oh are you your last name jackson yeah oh it's four here four, sorry four, four jackson it's supposed to be like she and jackson yeah. too it's only four jacksons yeah. you know only four jacksons yeah. yeah so growing up being an only child like did you do you have like uh cousins close to your age or is like you and then it might be like a gap and then your next cousin like 12 you know, you know? yeah yeah, like it, it, it was it was kind of like that like yeah. you know it was it was a little bit of a gap like yeah. you know i was you know my cousins was just like probably 10 years older than me or a couple yeah. years older than me so right so they showing you love but you still got yeah. a long way to go before yeah. we can hang out like exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they still was showing me love though so yeah yeah so with so like when you discovered you wanted to do music like when you told your mom like i want to do music like what's that what that's conversation like um she honestly she was the one who so who told me i was gonna do music yeah. because i started to venture off like i was still doing music but i started to venture off into my basketball life so yeah. then i started hoping and I'm like, oh, I'm a, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be in the NBA. But I was still like, still just doing music, right? But she always kept saying, you gonna do music, you gonna do music, you gonna she, do music. She just know it, so yeah. yeah. She just knew it, and since a young age, even when I was, you know, just going through high school playing basketball, and you know, doing. How far did you get with the basketball? Because you said um, you played football as well. So yeah, how, how far did your sports? How far did sports take you? Varsity. Yeah. Uh, both both sports varsity. What kind? Of, what kind of? Uh, what was your average on basketball? The basketball tip. Um, it wasn't crazy, but yeah. <laughs> it was probably six, seven. Yeah, you know. I mean, honestly. but it's a team sport, right? So, yeah. like, my my technical coaching philosophy on if you really want to get win a game, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, is in the last two minutes, just keep a six point lead. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. No matter what, if you could keep a six point lead in the last two minutes, you will win because it's a such thing as a three pointer. But if they hit a three and you come back down and hit a three, you still up six. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. So if you can keep a six point lead in the last two minutes, you will win the game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but how do you do that? You put the guy in who could get you six points. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Or a girl, if we talking girl sports, like if I can get you six points and they in the last two minutes and you can maintain it because yeah. I tell the kids. Every team is exactly the same. They don't have the same capabilities. Mm -hmm. But what I mean is, especially at this age, it's someone who can dribble. Mm -hmm. It's someone who can shoot. It's someone who can rebound. It's somebody who can pass. Some of these teams got five of those people wrapped in one. So it's five people who can do them all. Most of the teams only got one person who can do Do each each thing. Mm. So if you recognize that person on their team, Mm -hmm. then you can stop that. 
Yeah. But the thing is, they're going to recognize that on our team as well. So if you get the rebound and you know you're not the dribbler, hey, dribbler, go get the ball so right. you can dribble it. Give it to the passer. Now, hopefully the person who can dribble is it's the, the passer. Right, right, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, sometimes that's just not the thing. But uh, that's just one of – but all of this stuff is the same in life, right? So mm. if uh, I'm a producer but I recognize you the one with the vocal talent, mm-hmm. then we still need each other. Everything right. a team sport, right? Right, right? A lot of people don't look at entertain, – don't look at nothing but sports like that, but it, that's not the case, mm. right? The people who we see who went the furthest had the best team, mm-hmm. right? So let's just say Dre. Right, arguably the best artist in the last twelve years. Right, we really could say fifteen, fifteen. But I'm just saying twelve to be, you know, give give you a little, give people a little grace, right? Because he got the best team. Mm. He got the best team of everything. Because anything we ever heard about Drake, I guarantee you, it's like we haven't heard so much about him. Let that, let that one slide. Let that right. out, so right. he can seem human. Right. <laughs> you right. feel what I'm yeah. saying? Because if not, then it's like he can't be winning at everything. Mm-hmm. And People don't even recognize that Drake still, after we've known him for rap, mm-hmm. has not turned back to acting. Mm. When he turns back to acting, it's a rap because he's going to run the world because everybody who rap want to act. Mm-hmm. He an actor turned rapper. People had an issue with mm. that. I just look at Drake as a great artist and people need to recognize when they see great artists. Oh, yeah. But Rap is a hating thing. People hate you and rap for where they think they should be because where you at. Mm-hmm. But long story short, they don't have a team that yeah. the other person had. Like, is oh, it yeah. a team behind you? Who you working with? Um, uh, really, you know, my mom and um, I got I have my cousin. She, you know, she helps here and there. So yeah. she she's like a co manager sometimes. So she helps here and there. And you know, I got my um role manager. Yeah. Um. Uh, shout out Caddy. He gonna be our role manager when we start, you know, yeah. moving. But yeah, not does mom come from a musical background? Like, uh, no, not at all. Uh, only one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you 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 manage not so. That's a musical. You start in a musical background. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, what's some things that you will want to accomplish with the music? Um. So this this is something I've always said that i wanted to accomplish like i just really want people to feel you know feel my music and just talk about different experiences because i feel like you know i want to be one of the best artists in the world but at the same time i don't i don't want to be like say like oh i want to be better than this person or better than this person because yeah, you can only be better than yourself right you can only be better than yourself and it took for me to look up to these people in order for me to get where i'm at mm-hmm. in the in the music business yeah, you so. want to know what to take you further though what's up if you look out of eye with them yeah you know what i mean like uh if you looking up, they always go, you always got to hope they get further. But if we looking eye to eye, that means we on the same. Right. We on the same plane. Not the same level, but we on the same plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just different. Like, you you young. That's why I said you younger than I am. That's mm-hmm. why I said that. But the that's the real mentality to adopt. If I'm looking eye to eye with you, we on the same plane. Right. If I'm looking up to you, that means you climbing up and I'm behind you. Mm-hmm. So I got to keep looking up. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean. So we what, we got a single. Love is a drug. Talk about that. Oh, love is a drug. I actually wrote this song at um at work. Yeah, at um Chuck E. Cheese. I was um sitting there listening to a couple of beats, 
And then um, this, that beat had came on, and I just instantly got to writing. Yeah. And I went in the back, and I was like, "Man, I can't, I, I can't <laughs> even Damn focus." Them kids. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even what you, focus. What you doing right? at Chuck E. Cheese, though? You uh, you they got on one of the uniforms, yeah, you, man. You, I'm yeah. saying you got on, you one of the characters. Yeah, but they got rid of the band, though, right? The yeah, band. they got the yeah. band gone. But yeah, I had I got in that costume sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it be fun, though. It, but it, it all do. the kids want to do is bad stuff to the costume, try to kick you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm human, fool. I ain't no mouse for real. What's Chuck E. Cheese? real name what the e stand for um charles entertainment i know that but i just was making sure you did <laughs> i was making sure charles entertainment cheese yeah yeah you charles entertainment how would i know i'm this? just saying i uh, thought i told you that before chuck e cheese yeah charles entertainment cheese oh that's <laughs> that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's what, that's good. That, that was a trivia question you got that right 100 yeah. points to you you know what i'm saying <laughs> so love is a dream is that inspired by somebody Actually, it's a spot. That's heavy, man. That's that's a heavy title, man. I definitely <laughs> ain't think no nineteen year old. But you 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 got the foresight to recognize stuff. So yeah, that that is that. A, who who inspired that? Um, honestly, so what I did is I did a study of like like I study sometimes um other artists' music, yeah. and I I just try to flip it into my own. So like. I, for a whole week, I listened to Eight Hundred Eight Heartbreaks by Kanye West. Yeah, and um. One of the songs, I I really liked the melody of it, and I liked the message of it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, love is a drug. And then, yeah. you know, I started to I started writing. And, and um, I think, I think like I said, that, that whole 808 heartbreak thing was like a big inspiration to that song. That, that's and, that's actually one of the albums that, like, really changed. Music. Music, music. Like, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that really yeah, changed yeah. music. And I think when that came out, a lot of people were like, nah, this ain't it. Because they, like... The, the the fan is is a is a tricky thing, right? Mm -hmm. They want you to be what they start liking you for, mm -hmm. other than like growing as an artist. Like you're not the same as you were when you started liking me. Why do I have to stay the same? I, I think it's because though, because I'm a, I'm not a fan like that, but I, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of more people's projects than right. I am them as an artist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for instance, like I'm a St. John's fan, but I'm only a fan of Collection one and um the one right after that. You know who St. John is? You know who St. John is? Oh, you gotta, oh, you gotta get up on start, okay, but start at okay. the beginning. Start, start at with collection you one. Probably, what's the song? Roses. You probably heard Roses before because it's, it's a big EDM. It's a day it was it's, a flip and it's a big EDM record now, but it's still his vocals on it. Okay. But Roses is on collection one. So right. that's what so the album's called collection, collection one. one. So two I two and three. No, yeah, so I'm a fan of his overall, but mm -hmm. like when he dropped he got a single with Beyonce for Brown Girls for He wrote that. He wrote oh, that. Oh, so he wrote really? that for Beyonce, right? Oh, the so, Lion okay. King soundtrack. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so but if you go back and listen to him before he actually started writing that stuff, like you like But he always been a writer. He yeah, but these he got these projects or certain spots in these different projects that he got that just go take you back to collect one for me right. just like the weekend i'm a real big weekend fan but it's a time period that i didn't even know the weekend existed so i don't listen to none of that mm -hmm. and it's a time period when i discovered the weekend and mm -hmm. from that time on up i listened to the weekend but i still got my favorite like you know what i'm saying my and then favorite I, don't, project. I don't compare project to project. me neither because it doesn't grow for the yeah, growth yeah, right yeah, so, yeah like, i don't know like how versed you are in rappers right but 
Uh, I've never listened to uh, Ready to Die in its sequence, Biggie's first album. Oh, right? okay, yeah. I've never listened to that in its sequence, but I didn't listen to East Coast rap back then, mm -hmm. right? It was all Northern California, all West Coast, and all Detroit rap, right? And South, yeah. and, and South right? But I can recognize that from Ready to Die to Life After Death, that's the best transition from a debut, from a debut album to a second album mm. that's ever been that's ever happened in rap history though is you can't even think of nobody who went and got that much better between the first project and the second project mm -mm. with not like a five-year gap right i don't have to i heard enough off that project to know this don't even sound like the flow got better the storytelling mm -hmm. got better and i and i and i'm like that's how you want artists that you like to grow, grow. I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't want the same album from you Just with a different title mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of artists Who tell me that they got A thousand songs That means you went in the studio One night and made the same song A thousand, oh, a thousand times thousand And now time, we yeah. gotta wait Until you put it out Twelve at a time No mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying The growth is what I want Uh yeah, but get up on St. John, right? He called. Okay, for you sure. Yeah. Right before uh, the pandemic, he had a show uh, on a, a, on a, what is that on what were with the bowling alley and stuff too. I forgot. I forgot. I know. It, basically, man, it showed out in like five minutes, and he's not that. He wasn't even that popular to the masses back then. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It sold out in five minutes, and uh, it was on my youngest daughter's birthday, so I didn't go. Uh, but then I'm happy I didn't because people was getting sick before they knew what uh, the pandemic was. But it was people like this in the front of the stage, like like this, like packed, mm -hmm. and you, yeah. and you, you would have drove past like who here that all these cars out here. Right, you right. see what I'm saying? So. But the, he he phenomenal, bro. Yeah. He phenomenal. So back to the love is a drug. So after you listen to the 808s and Heartbreaks, like who produced the record? Like who did you go get to produce the record? Because you said that you studied the 808s and Heartbreaks. So you already kind of had mm -hmm. the feel you wanted inside of you. Like So how did you go explain that to somebody else? Like, yo, I needed to come across like this. So actually, um, I I was going through YouTube, actually. And I was going through different beats and, you know, different stuff. And I found that the beat for The Love is a Drug. And so I contacted the dude, like, you know, Let me like, get hey, this. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we, we had an exchange back and forth. And um, I actually sent him the song, and he liked it a lot. And he was like, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know. Yeah. And he, um, so... Yeah, I it, it really was just by ear. Like, you know, I didn't specifically tell him, oh, I wanted to sound like this. It right, was like, it just, it felt right yeah, the way it, that it was it, feeling in you, you know? Yeah, I mean? exactly. Now, but, riding high off the love is a drug, you are actually a 2000, 2023 nominee, nominee for the Detroit Choice Awards. Uh, congratulations thank on you, that. Congrats. Thank you, I appreciate it. If we had hand claps, we would play them, sir. Yeah, thank you. So what uh, category was you nominated in? Uh, favorite up-and-coming artist. Favorite up-and-coming artist. How did that feel when you seen that? Man, it was it was an honor, like you know, because I had I I really had just been pushing a lot a, a lot of my music and just trying to like break mark yeah break through. So it who, was, who who sent the nominees? How did you find out that you was nominated? I found out at work. I was Chuck E. Like, Cheese again. No, no, no. This a different job. Um, I had I I found out at work. I was on my phone because you know. God, first off, praise God. I I was actually looking at one of my friends who had been nominated, 
And I was so excited. I'm like, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah, you've been yeah. nominated. And I, while I was, like, posting her stuff. Oh, well, who was the friend? Shout her out. Oh, uh, Euphemia, uh, favorite uh, Detroit model. Um, okay, she, yeah, I seen her name on her. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, Euphemia. Look it up. Have her come on the show. Talk oh, about yeah. what's going on with her. You know, Of course. Yeah, put that together. Um, so we were nominated as well. Uh, favorite local podcast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And that's what we told them, uh, like, because uh, they was looking for a podcast to, like, come. And uh, so the nominees, I, I guess it's going to get broken down into, like, a top three type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they was, like, you know, had, like, a questionnaire, like, where should we go do it? And we said here, I said, first of all, not first of all, but so many people who nominated have already came through these doors. It will actually, whether we were nominated or not, it'd be an honor to have y'all come through here, right? Because this is a connected experience and it's a lifestyle show. So right. that's why we like photographers who nominated, been on here, artists, uh, actors, actresses, other podcasts. Stuff, other podcasts. So mm-hmm. it's like that's why uh, we we set our show up like that because it's like. We care about who you are and why you do it. It don't matter what you do. Right. You feel what I'm right. saying? Like, what made you want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But congratulations. You know what I mean? Uh, the, it, 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 that's a huge deal, man, because that's one of it, that's one of the biggest. This that's the biggest award show in the city, the area, not the southeast that. region. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. And Appreciate then, it. Uh, win or lose, you still got a long way to go. Yeah, you feel oh, what yeah. I'm saying. So that like being nominated for for such a big thing to us is a win. Yeah, because that means somebody you don't know paying attention to what you're doing who doesn't have a stake in what you do. But uh, put you on their platform. Yeah. It's different if like your homeboy having an award show and he nominates you. Like, did you really earn that? Earn that you yeah. know what I'm saying? But we also uh, don't get caught up in your accomplishments thus far, mm-hmm. and that's us too. Because and we got some what other people will look at as huge accomplishments, but you will find out through your journey that that's not even big enough to mention at one point. Right? You feel what I'm saying? But yeah, always yeah, yeah. know. Cool. To yourself, you know, like, yeah. okay. You know, you got the trophy room. We got a trophy room, and mm-hmm. everybody got to add to the trophy room on their own. Like, like with us even talking about coaching basketball, right? Like, right. 30 years ago, we were championship elementary basketball players, and I showed my daughter my trophies, and she said, well, I want a trophy. I said, well, you got to earn that so mm-hmm. you can put it in the room yourself. I can't. I don't believe in participation trophies, but now that I'm a coach, I understand them, mm-hmm. but we had to earn ours. So, Thirty years later, she go get a, obviously she go get a trophy. You know what I'm saying because she participating, but we earned it because we got that W against them. So that all I wanted, yeah, because he was a coach before. So you know what I'm saying. This is mm-hmm. second go round and being a coach. This is my first. And that one day we was talking and we was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna be a millionaire youth coach." And you was like, "Well, how do you describe that? I got millions of dollars." However, they came, and I'm a youth coach, and I can fund all the youth organizations. Right, because that, that's that's our the biggest problem, goal, right? Because right. we won't like right now we uh, do it uh, for the athletic department and Remulus, right? But we want to be able to have uh, like seed money, where basically we telling the parents just bring your kids. You're not gonna have to worry about shoes. You're not gonna have to worry about because those type of things and that's the communities that where we're from. Yeah. That's what hold people back. Like, no, nah, uh, we coaching basketball. If your kid this age want to play. Drop them off And this is what we need we And need just volunteer sizes. once Right, right. You know Every parent just Volunteer to do something And they and You ain't gotta worry, worry about, about right. You gotta that's, worry that's about That's the plan That's the goal That's the That's the vision Because That uh, help People so much If If a financial Uh 
thing is lifted because sports cost a, a crazy amount. Yeah, it's crazy. You yeah, feel what I'm sport, saying? Yeah. But just imagine if you could play sports from kindergarten through fifth grade for free. All you got to do is come and all we doing is asking your parent to volunteer. We go do an eight game season for, for we go practice two times a week, eight Saturdays. We go play and we just. One week you got to volunteer to be at the concession stand. The next week you you know some parents gonna be like, well, I always run the concession stand. I always uh, run the door. I always you know show people where to get seats at. But that's our goal because it's like that's that's community work. That that's what you do to the in the community to uh, make a difference. It start with the children because the adults gonna be who they are anyway. Right. Some parents not even go. They go drop their kids off and not even go uh, come in. Come in. Yeah. But that that's oh, okay yeah. too because we want to show the children. Let it to eat. You it's know what be, I'm all you got to do is come. Right. We go find out what schools y'all go to. Make sure y'all grades tight. All you got think about a community center, and all you got to do is walk in there. It's not an excuse. They could play for free. They could do all of that. Yeah. We go. That's what. We, so that's the goal, and this is the beginning of that. But back to the music. So like, boom, you get nominated. You see that. You excited. Like, who the first person you call and tell them? Moms, <laughs> I definitely called moms, and she was like, she was excited herself, you know. And, and you know what's uh what's crazy is that's kind of hot. Okay, so we had a young lady named Nadia Payne, mm -hmm. and Nadia was like, uh, oh hey, yeah, I know Nadia. Oh yeah, yeah, Nadia, yeah, 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 yeah. Nadia was like, hey, go, go, uh, vote for me. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, all right, uh, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? And then I was looking, so I'm looking at all the categories. I hit my brother like, "Dog, we on there." <laughs> you wow, feel what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, dog, we on there. And she was, Nadia was like, "I know, I voted for y'all." Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm the type of person if I'm gonna vote, I'm gonna vote for every category. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was going through, and then it's a bunch of names I know on here. Like, oh, yeah. I know him. Like, so the good thing about that is. Uh, a lot of people got recognized, man, and it's cool. Like, for even you to come on the show, you've been recognized, and then you come on the show, we've been recognized. Like, yeah. because with uh with entertainment in general, man, it's just, you got to stick. Because we was rappers at one point, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We, uh, we started rapping when we was 10. We did everything we wanted to accomplish, we accomplished. Like, we had all set all these goals. We've been around the country. We made some uh, some friends and stuff like that. And, um when we was rappers, it's like people just didn't like us because we was rappers. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then fast four years later, people would be like, yo, I remember when y'all was rapping and I wanted to rap. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, oh, mm. that's what it was. Like, yeah. We wasn't athletes. I've been the same size since forever. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so we actually stopped playing basketball in eighth grade because, like, it was no going to the, the uh, when we was in eighth grade, the shortest person in the NBA was Muzzy Bowles. He was 5'3". <laughs> yeah. The next shortest person is 6'5", right? My right. dad, 6'1". We know we not going to be 6'5". We wasting our time. Right. Like, why would I try to play basketball in high school, right? I We wouldn't even think about to get to college, but I wouldn't have wanted to be a college athlete back then anyway because it was no – like, I feel like college athletes should get paid because they bringing in billions right. of dollars. So I wouldn't want to so be a college wasn't, athlete. But, but, but nobody told us, like, hey, y'all could take them same skills of loving basketball and y'all could coach mm -hmm. or y'all could – you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. now they got coaches in football and in basketball. 34 years old. 35 years old. I'm 40. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if right. somebody would have been like, no, nah, man, you just use all of that knowledge. Like, look at them. None of them coaches played the game before. Like, you yeah. can see how they look. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And that's right. when we used to keep up with it. Like, 
Like, we used to watch the draft we used to and didn't know draft. everybody wasn't watching the draft. Like oh, you know, wow. we, used we used to know to about every college basketball player, like who top whatever. Prospect. We know, you know stats. We don't, but we don't know that everybody don't <laughs> know this. It. Right, right. Like so, yeah. we like when March Madness used to come around, we didn't watch know that it was called game. March Madness. So we just used to be like, "Yo, in March, man, you know they everybody go play. It's yeah. gonna be on TV all day." Women's so, too, though, because yeah, like Dawn Staley, that's my favorite basketball player. Period. Yeah. But I used we used to watch her in college. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Before it was a WNBA and everything, and when college used to be it for women, and I, I used to be like, "What well, we she gonna do what after this? Yeah, what they do? Right, 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 you know, right, the dudes right. going to the NBA. Right, right. That's how we found out about overseas basketball. Wow. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, the women gotta go play overseas, and yeah. then my, uh, she, my, aunt, she, my uncle, uh, his wife, but she used to play overseas, and she used to be like, yeah, like she wow. used to play overseas, but she ate something and got sick, and she never went back. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they end up having kids, and they hey. like breed too bad. They breed like two basketball stars, like like oh. they bred them. Because my uncle used to go hoop, and she used to go hoop, and it's like both of their sons can hoop, and it's like, did y'all do this on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. right. You know she's six two, he's yeah. six five. Like, you know oh man. But, but I'm saying that to say, like, so music is a game that you got to study as well. So if you started at Michael Jackson is your starting point, mm-hmm. and you see the stardom, and you see everything he go through, you can if, some of them pitfalls you're not gonna have because you. Weren't a child star, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. But industry stuff, you want to own your own music, you want to, if possible, if possible, but or you want to always be in the position to come back and get your music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. people preach this ownership and own your masters and all of that, but sometimes that's just not, it's not worth that's nothing not. at the time. Like yeah. it's worth it for you to be able to go back and get it when it turned into something, but trying to hold on to it because you got this independent mind state. Mm-hmm. It really just depends on the situation and the you, position and the positions you in, like, mm. you know what I'm saying and like yeah. for you to come out you got you you young man so, yeah. so so that's that that's always key you know what i'm saying you young you got f- strong family support behind you you know what i'm saying you got some talent like just focus on what music really mean to you like the, you said i wanted to feel it like i want you want people to feel your music you know what i'm right, saying yeah. so remember man you feel with your hands mm. so it got to come from the heart in order for you to feel it with your hands you know right, what i'm saying right. so just keep that up man you got a good spirit i could tell that you got you know Thank write you. your goals down see i'm not a vision board type of person right my uh-huh. my thing is different so this santuan talking so what i do is i actually write it on paper and I print it out and I put it everywhere in the house that anybody who loved me could see it. You know mm. what I'm saying? So if my brother walk in the house, he could see it. If you go to my bathroom, you could see it. My wife could see it. My daughter could see it. And I got mm. these things that I want to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Right. That I'm going to accomplish because all I do is see it every day. Mm. And every day, no matter what type of day you having, it's always a day closer to accomplishing what you want to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, I, so at one point, I never wrote anything in my life where I was a book, right? So... I tell my brother uh, three years ago, and t- well, 2019, really, like, hey, I'm going to be a best-selling, award-winning author, and I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to sell these books, I'm going to write books for other people, I'm going to do all this stuff with these books. Didn't know how to be a best-seller, didn't know nothing about no awards, didn't know nothing. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I wrote it down and I put it on the wall and it's like S.L. Jackson, award-winning, best-selling author, better father, better husband, better brother, better friend. Mm. And it's like, it's not actually a list, but it's just a th- all of these things. Because to get to, to be this... These, These are things, things that I have to have accomplish. To, I got to be a better up. friend. I got to be a better father. I got to be a, because all of these things put me in a better mind state. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I write these things down. And then I look up and I call my brother one day because I call my brother and I say, hey, man, somebody really just paid me to write a book. 
Mm. And then I said, but listen, though, that's after I became a award-winning, best-selling author. So I wrote a, um, a novella, a fantasy novella called Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle, and I won an award for that. So that made me an award-winning Well, author. you won more than one, though. Yeah, I won more than one. Cover got an award. Yeah, every yeah I, I won. Oh. Animal Instinct, really, like, four-time award-winning. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, and then... My daughter seen that process of me writing, you know what I'm saying? And she say, Daddy, I want to write too. I say, well, I was writing a second novel and I say, well, tell me some stuff. What you want me to write? Well, what if this, this and this happened? So I said, this is what we going to do for you. We go tell your story. You go tell me what you want me to write for you and we go write it together. Hmm. Me and my daughter got a best-selling um, children's, series. children's series, The Adventures of Shelby Sunshine. It's a best-selling series on Amazon. So that made me an award, I mean, a best-selling author. So I wrote, became a, a award-winning author. I wrote with my daughter, became a best-selling author. And then I wrote a book for a guy, with a guy, with a good friend of mine now, Calvin Hawkins. And it's a true crime novel, you know what I'm mm. saying? So I got... Um, Children's books, I got fantasy books, and I got true crime in a true crime book. I don't even write for three years. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? I, and I put it all on it, and then I got some other books that I wrote, and I said, you know what? I'm actually done being an author because I accomplished everything that I wanted to accomplish. And as an author, this this is in the world forever. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And then I got a couple more books that if you want something else from me, boom, I'm ready to go. Boom, I'm ready to go You know what I'm saying So I said all of that to say this Like man, just visualize your goals Everybody talking energy Manifesting and all that Them just hot words, man But Mm -hmm. when you already know Like you had the foresight to recognize I didn't want to be around Whatever I didn't want to be around When I was young So Mm -hmm. on the reverse side You still got that in you To know exactly what you want You know what I'm saying And you don't got to tell nobody Just write it down Keep it to yourself Tell yourself Tell yourself every Every day. day When you at work, like I go to work, I got, I'm an auto worker, man. Ten years in, I hate that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Excuse my French, mama. Uh, <laughs> but I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I also remember when I first walked in any building as an auto worker, I said to my brother, "Man, they not go get more than ten out of me." You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, no matter what this next ten years entail, because that's somebody else's life. So it's always an example. So every day I go to work and I punch in. In my head, when I'm punching in, I just be like Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy. Because he used to be because he used to be an auto worker. But that's so small in his story that a lot of people don't know that. that. Now, listen, Motown is actually set up just like a factory. You used to come in. You could walk in off the street and not know how to do nothing. And they go send you down a line to teach you how to do everything. And by the time you walk out, now you're the supreme. Mm. Now you the temptation. Now you the temptation. Now you the marvelettes. You know what the marvelettes is? Yeah, the marvelettes. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Oh, yeah. Dave from Angster. That's the first gold record. That's the first gold record. Yeah, that's the first gold record. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's just he went to work at the auto industry and seeing the power of an assembly line. Seeing what you could do, you know what I'm saying? So because everybody not there for the same thing. Everybody not you know there what I'm for saying? The Some right. people there for a check. He there saying the assembly line will work. You know who created the assembly line? Who? No, do you know? I know. I'm gonna tell you. Oh no, no. Because people give Henry Ford the credit for that. George Washington Carver created the, the assembly, assembly line, line. for mm. Henry Ford. Mm. Right, and people that's don't what, know that, yeah. but, and that's yeah, what took no. the auto industry to the next level because in Ohio it was a black family. And they son actually the first black football player to play for Ohio State. So if you look that up, whoever so the whatever first they last name is, player is to play they for Ohio had State. the best car company in America. They and didn't have Ford assembly line. Create, came with the assembly line, mm. and that's what 
put them out of business. They used to build buses and cars for the city of Cleveland. Wow. Well, the cars was for whoever, but the buses was for the city of but Cleveland. The assembly but line when that assembly line came, you can't compete with that because now I got 10 people doing, doing what, what you, you got one. one. Mm. So I'm saying so. Then Twenty hands go move faster than two every time. Yeah. So when I go to work, I just say Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy. Like it's it's not a big. Everybody is at my job for a different reason. It's, it's millionaire cats up in there that's really just working for whatever. It's people living check to check up in there. It's other people in there with goals and ambitions. I'm not the only one. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, but right. I don't know if I'm the only one that know that Barry Gordy walked through these same type of doors and these same type of conditions and look what he did. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I said all that to say, no matter what. The circumstances is for the day. If you got them goals and stuff trapped inside your head, it's gonna come out of you. When you mad, it come out. When you happy, it come out. Right. That's that. That's the feel you talking about. You right. know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the feel you talking about. So I'm I'm walking, talking testimony, bro. Like you could do whatever you want. Like the mind is super powerful. Start reading books, man. Not books just to do with music, but books to do with life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because certain books go put you like. Um, if I could give you one book. That's go that that that'll change your life. It'll be the autobiography of Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Not to change your life because I don't know how you feel about Malcolm X. It ain't really just about Malcolm X. It's the whole journey of going from being one type of man to another type of man and showing you could change. Mm. They go hate you for the change. You right. would think more people hated Malcolm X when he was committing crime, breaking in houses, pimping women. No, they hated him when he opened his eyes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a book I recommend because Alex Haley, he from Angster. His, well, his family, family from Angster. His family from Angster. Alex Haley is the guy who wrote Roots. They t- His wow. family told him them stories about Roots in Angster, Michigan on the street called Allen. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? And that street yeah. is called Allen because the first black-owned Grocery store in, in the, the world, country in the country was owned by the Allen family in Angster, Michigan. Wow. The street used to be called something else. They renamed it Allen. And then down the street from that, Alex Haley on Allen and Beach, his family lived there. So he came to learn his family history and he wrote Roots and what is that other one? Queen, Queenie, yeah. Or whatever on that porch while his elders was telling him the stories of how they believed that the family came here. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just be, we said telling you these true things because that th- these people. I mean, if he never came to answer, we we don't have roots. Roots debuted on TV, mm. right? Well, yeah. At a time that white people did not want to see that. You think they trying to change what's in the books now? You think they wanted to see that back then? No, no, no. definitely not. But these is like real things because they, everybody a regular person. They just everybody just don't take what's burning inside of them and give it to the world because especially. With entertainment and music, it's your gift, but it's only your gift if you give it to the world, right? right. If Joe Jackson didn't have a gift of being a great father, because people demonize Joe Jackson, but how could you demonize a man who we don't know his family for committing crime? We know his family for making some of the best music in the world, and, and he, he got, got him out more of a crime-ridden area. area. And he got more successful kids out of one family, mother and father, than anybody else can name. It's, 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 yeah, it's, not, a, it's not a list true. of people with... This kid, this kid, like all the Jacksons are successful way more in music than people want to give them credit for because goddamn, you got Janet and you got Michael. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know that, what I'm yeah. saying? But them other careers is tight too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The yeah. other ones, the other Anybody brother. else a kill for them careers. Yeah, yeah no, right. seriously. Yeah. People make fun and always throw Tito out there like a joke, but you don't got a Tito career, Jackson career. Yeah. Because he was in a Jackson 5. Yeah, yeah. and I carried him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he ain't go, he ain't end up back in Indiana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Working. Yeah at the factory like like that that's what they want you to do they want you to fall off come back 
be so they a laugh joke. At you. So they could laugh at you. Right. Man. This ain't no laughing matter, man. So where can people check you out, bro? Oh, uh, y'all can check me out um, on all platforms on Apple Music, Spotify, Title. You know, whatever platform you guys have, y'all can check me title. out. Yeah, I, got I, I prefer title because it paid the artist the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. Title definitely. You gotta put your music. I tell you off air. You know what I'm saying? I tell you something off air that you you should look into. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But title when it comes to streaming, pay they artists. Pay they the artists most. the most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, we appreciate you. We tell every guest it's your first time, bro. Don't make it your last. Oh, and then if course. you know anybody like yo. With your 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 manager already did it though. Our next guest, she threw him the alley oop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's, and it's I knew they was together because they bios looked similar, like with the wording, the yeah. way that uh, whoever uh, created it. Yeah, you know but you, hey, bro, you whenever man, you got an open door policy, bro. And then we just go keep up with you just to see what you're doing, bro. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Again, congratulations on being nominated. That's you know, big. I'm, you know, I'm gonna you. go vote for you when we uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what? I'm gonna vote for y'all too. Congratulations yeah, to y'all too, it, though. You appreciate know, appreciate it. We've been doing, we've been locked in doing. This since 17, you know, when we started this, bro, it wasn't 20 podcasts in the city of Detroit, right? Uh, Every yeah. one of them damn near came through this building. My man who just was in here, they had a big hand in starting a podcast community in the city of Detroit. We had a huge hand in it, bro. We uh, we threw something called the Urban Podcast Summit. Uh-huh. Uh, we got it on tape and we, we, we filmed the event because we like to go look back and see, like, was we a part of history? Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And when it's all said and done, we were because it wasn't. 20, it wasn't. It, it wasn't 20 podcasts. Wow. Right? We used to have to explain to people like, no, it's like talk radio. It's just not live. Like we right. release it, and so many people. We invited so many people, they didn't get it. Not some uh-huh. of them people got podcasts themselves. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, we put a bunch of people in a room, 80% of the people in that room, now they got podcasts themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just big to see the community grow. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. cool. But we definitely will be checking for you. We'll put a link to uh, your single and your music in the uh, description. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, just remind me. We, that, yeah, we appreciate you coming through, man. Uh, AJ, if they want to get at you. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. What about you? Uh, 1sljackson.com 1sljackson.com or you can go on Amazon type in the Adventures of Shelby Sunshine get the kids series the children series book that me and my daughter write and uh, my wife edits it's a family business and then you can also type in Justice for Nikesha Father's Pain which is a true crime novel by me and uh, Calvin Hawkins what you should do in order to get more familiar with that is go to Hulu go to Web of Death go to episode 5 and watch the episode called Facebook Live that is the story that the true crime novel is based on uh episode five on hulu web of death that's what you in the episode is called uh facebook live i'm santuan i'm antoine i want for my brother what what i I want want for myself. myself